0: We're here at the Intelligent Content Conference, and I'm here with Vishal. And I'm excited just to talk to you again because last year I met you waiting for the Martian signing, right, of our mm-hmm. books. Yeah, I yeah. looked in mine; it was already signed, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I and yeah, ad- again. But you're just an amazing guy to talk to. I think you're you're well grounded in the space. And it's great to see you come back, and it's great to see you at Content Marketing World too. And you're just, re- I mean, you're just a great resource for everybody. So. Well, it's
1: been, I've been learning a lot from this community, um, and I think that's why I like coming back because mm-hmm. every time I come to one of these conferences, I walk away with new contacts, new friends, uh, sometimes new freelancers to help me do things, and and new ideas. Which is, you know, that's the bread and butter of what we do. We've yeah. got to constantly be thinking of something new we can do. Uh, to to keep, you know, keep our businesses going.
0: And so what year were you the content marketer of the year? Uh, 2015.
1: Cool. And what was
0: the, the campaign or the, not sorry, I think that's a bad word. What was the approach, the content marketing approach you did?
1: So uh, I, w- at the time I um, built a little marketing group of two uh, inside of a university, an academic medical center. And we were basically going around and helping different faculty create businesses based on an invention uh, or a great discovery they had, and uh, you know it'd be a different range. Sometimes it would be just setting them up and you know doing the initial marketing plan and then letting them go do their thing. And sometimes we would own it from soup to nuts and and really manage the entire process. And so the award came from some of those things we were doing. where We were really managing the process and really in two distinct sort of business sets. One was a uh, research group that. Um, uh, did uh, research services for pharmaceutical companies testing their drugs and making sure they were effective and the other was really promoting the inventions of our faculty, you know, new uh, treatments for cancer and things like that. Yeah. Um, and so what we had done there was take f- strategies that were pretty commonplace in our industry, uh, you know, especially when you look in say the software space, which is where I'd come from before, mm-hmm. um, and translate it over to this sort of academic location where at the time and you know things change so quickly in our space but at that time you know people weren't doing content marketing inside of uh, an academic medical center and definitely yeah. not in tech transfer and invention um and so i think you know what we did we had great um results from it and i think those results which were first published in um a publication I can't remember right now. But anyways, it was seen by Ardith Albee, who actually just walked by us. Oh, nice. And uh, another reason I like these conferences, you keep on running into people you know. Um, And she queried me and, and, you know, that got everything rolling. Uh, So that was the sort of narrative behind it. But what we were basically able to do was really just massively expand our lead gen and revenue uh, programs using content as the sort of driving force for that.
0: Yeah, and so since then, you've kind of, Continued on your journey. What's been going on Um, after
1: the award? So, uh, you know, I'll tell you, there's two ways I think that award really changed me. And the first was it opened opportunities for Mm me. Um, First opportunities to write and speak and build my personal brand, which is important. And then, uh, you know, opportunities to go out and find new adventures. Uh, And I I took on a new adventure a few months ago, uh, working for a startup company still in the healthcare space. Uh, It's a company called Health Prize. Uh, but a little different, you know. We develop software technology for pharma companies to engage mm-hmm. their patients. Um, but there's another thing that I think is more important. From that, there is a there was a level of um, justification that came from the award, you know. For for me, you know, I, I'm probably like you. I've been doing this since the late '90s in different ways, and you know, I think with marketing, you never feel like you've done enough. It's one of those yeah. um, specialties where no matter what you do there's more you could have done and and so you always have this sense of being behind by a day a project etc and so this was a justification that a you know this process works um but b that you you have to have a little trust in yourself Mm -hmm. uh, especially once you once you do any craft uh, for a while, you learn a lot about it, and so all of us that have been practicing this art and craft of digital and content marketing, we've learned some things. And um, believing in in your ability and having that sense of self confidence, I think can help you do even better. You know, and I, th- yeah. I mean, that's what I think everybody should really recognize is what you are accomplishing, especially when you're selling hard products and your milestones are minimal, you've got to learn to celebrate your successes yeah. along the way. Um to me that's essential.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, I can we have a small agency and so um we don't have a lot of sales per year. Great. There's a certain number of clients that we can actually handle mm-hmm. and a certain number that I want to grow to. There's like, I I got into this to be a creative, mm-hmm. not to be the boss of a bunch of creatives. And so um yeah, it's hard to get those measurements, right? It's like, how effective are your? Well, yeah, I missed a paycheck, and we're doing fine, and everybody's happy, and clients are happy, right? And so you do need some of that validation outside. But you bring up a an interesting point of, you know, by calling it a craft and calling it an art, it means that you actually beyond work this is something that you truly enjoy doing you truly
1: like it's almost like it's a hobby and a career that you get to do something you enjoy oh sure you know i I, my my hobby is making websites you know terrible hobby to have for a marketer (laughs) i should really get out and do other things but I, i you know i just enjoy it and and i really have uh since i started doing this um some you know for different people different things click and for me this sort of combination that digital marketing especially has where you combine creativity um this sort of free-flowing uh you know unboxed level of creativity you have to have with a very analytical uh way of thinking really was a perfect blend for me yeah um and it just worked right but i definitely you know i don't consider myself a uh you know employee of a company i'm a journeyman and i think in in the true sort of historical sense I think a lot of us are are journeymen and women you know we have this certain skill and we can take it and apply it to a different business a different model a different product whatever it is
0: Mm -hmm. and i think there's more marketers that need to start to embrace that again that you know if you look at usually the collegiate structure of how people get into marketing is what do you want to do when you grow up kid senior year um i'll go into business right and then my elective will be marketing and then i come out of this or maybe journalism i really want to be a journalist and there are no real journalism you know journalists anymore and so i went into marketing mm-hmm. and so there's this like i don't know it's like a, this is what i do for work kind of th- mentality for a lot of marketers and not the how do i get better how do i yeah. what kind of, what's out there how do i self educate how do i continue to advance my career journey? Sure. Craftsman style of approach that I just don't feel that we're embracing enough as an industry teaching, you know, people
1: to truly love. And so I, I think two, two comments on that. One, you know, I, I came to this space uh, from being a failed writer, um, not making a living as a writer and, <laughs> and uh, having kids and needing a good way to yeah. make a living. Um, but I think what I learned through the process was I enjoyed this way of making a living. And for me, you know, if I'm gonna do something and try to be good at it, I really have to give all of my energy to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my own limitation. I'm not good at doing two or three things at once. I, I usually have a single passion and I'll put all my energy to that. Even down to when I you know, work for a new business, everything is focused on that business, its story, its success, and how we can make it happen. Um, and i i think that's really important and i don't remember my second point so we'll keep on going
0: but no but i think that's that's a great one that it is tr- that if you focus in on on you and the aspects of you that will help you then make the business that you are a part of at this time uh, more effective right if you think of yourself as a person who uses tools and the better you can use those tools the better product you can produce the higher value you have the the more happiness you'll have in your life when you build an amazing table and you ship it, sure right? and you see it in somebody's living room and that's what marketing is
1: and i, I like the analogy of the table you know i, th- I think that that really sort of it, it is in a way a table a product you know your marketing engine mm-hmm. and the results that come from it it to some extent it doesn't matter you know what that table represents yeah, I mean, I think there. You know, we should have some level of ethics, and you know, mm. I wouldn't go work for, say, Monsanto, you know, because I don't believe in their business model. Mm. Um, just like I wouldn't sell to my table to, you know, Hitler's daughter. You know? Yeah. So we have ethics, but ultimately, it's a it's a table that that is what you're learning to do. It's a um, it's a marketing engine that you're learning to build mm. and build better and build in your own unique way.
0: Yeah and yeah exactly and provide some sort of value for someone to use it as a functional piece but also it is creative it's a you know it's a piece of art it's something that people just will love and continue to tell the story of and i think with content we can get that you can see like just the book epic content marketing has affected so many marketers in this space and i guarantee the majority of us here have read that book. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you asked Joe, did you think that you would impact the industry this much when you wrote it? say, no, I wrote a book on and but he invested himself into it. Right. And I think that's where we really need to get the industry.
1: Yeah. And I think it's good to find that, find that spot you can go deep into and, and be uniquely specialized, you know. Uh, a lot, I mean, there's another Joe Polizzi thing, but he speaks about when you look at your product, find the product's tilt or its unique perspective on whatever business it is. I think you need to do that for yourself as well. What is it that you're best at? Um, what is it that you can become exceptional at? And then go be exceptional in, in that way and learn to outsource the things that you just suck at. Yeah. You know, don't try it. Go find someone else to do it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's like, there's there's a good balance between knowing when you're really bad at something knowing why you're really bad at something and then say what in it can i learn from that other person that is really good at it mm-hmm. because we do have to have some cross pollination to give us the ability to understand and empathize with each other mm-hmm. and to be able to understand you know cuz i work with a lot of designers and i work with a lot of developers and marketers and those groups of people don't necessarily mesh well easily together, but we're all targeted around building valuable assets for particular customers. Well, you gotta
1: start with, I think also, when you work in a group like that of disparate individuals, start with a single goal, right? What are we all trying to do? We're all trying to say, build this new method to generate new revenue for company X, right? So each of us has a role in, in reaching that and you'll do your best there. But if you all understand what the goal is and what your particular part of that is, I think it makes more sense. And, and, you know, you're able to sort of contribute in a more authentic way as opposed to, you know, the sort of Ford style of automaton, you know, you do one thing over and over again. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly, because we need to break the assembly line, but we do need to know there are steps and skill sets and limitations to, to each set and just continue to grow in that process but you know
1: i mean i'm i'm also you know i i think everywhere i've worked i've either been the only marketer or one of two or three marketers uh in the company and so you know because of that you you sort of learn to be all those things yourself too Mm -hmm. um which is something i i like you know I, i like having that autonomy as well where you know the idea is owned by you the production is owned by you. The distribution, the measurement, the success, the failure—it's all on you. Um, I like that stress. Yeah, it keeps me going. So uh,
0: it's funny because we're we're at a conference for marketers, and the term marketer means everything—person mm-hmm. who gets into the market, right, and understands and sells to the market. And we build content, which could mean anything the events content, the mm-hmm. podcasts content, the videos content, the the stuff you write is content, it's all content. So, we have one of the most general jobs doing the most general thing and we define what that is for us and we define what it is for our customers and it's, it's awesome.
1: But yeah, and it's always going to be somewhat different, right, for every every company, you know. Some place you might just be a lead generation machine and that's all it is and other places you're building community you know and yeah. your measurements are completely different um, your tactics are completely different your tone of voice is completely different but the structure by which you do that is remains the same i think throughout mm-hmm. um, evolving through time but ultimately following a similar path
0: yeah well awesome we better wrap this up but it was great to talk to you and it's you as well it's awesome to see Someone who well deserved the award of Content Market of the Year continue to use it and to to help and give back and be a part of an amazing, you know, event and organization and provide so much value to the Sure. Well, it's, it's
1: tough because, like, you know, I, I always I, I feel a little strange speaking about the topic because I feel like I'm still learning. And, and usually, you know, standing in a room with people that I'd like to learn from mm-hmm. uh, yeah. makes it a little uncomfortable for me. But, you know, I <laughs> try to just... Presented as this is my perspective, what I've learned, yeah, um, and take what you want from it. Exactly, yeah.
0: somebody is always going to be in a group of other lo- like-minded people, understanding that no one is the smartest person in the room, and yeah. you know, we're all got something to share with each other. Well,
1: thanks a bunch. I'm I'm looking forward to learning more in the next few minutes too. Awesome. We'll all see right? you soon. Thank you. Take care.